to experience, learn, and we hope to begin their own healing journey. They both have shared their journey with cannabis and art in previous podcasts. If you missed either, we encourage you to take the opportunity to hear how open and honest they are with trauma and their self-healing. Having an open mind and a safe place to explore one's trauma is important. We would love for you to give us a like and follow or subscribe so we can let you know when we uplift with a new podcast. I am so honored and grateful I get to play a small part in their journey and growth. We welcome two very smart, brave ladies working together to help women as well as others to find their true self and live a life free from past traumas. Hello, ladies, and thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Hi, Miss Debbie. When did it come up that you should even have a trauma art show and bring it to the community? Muffy D? I think I had come to Canna Kitty with a list. I had made myself a dream art list for some reason in the beginning of 2020. I think it was in January when I launched the website. I had written down some goals for me, and I really truly wanted to go into art um, from what I've learned from County Kitty. I thought it was a good way for me to get some of my trauma out. So I wrote 25 different pieces. It came out very easily. Um, I had little anxiety on it, which was very strange. And then for me to share that list um, to County Kitty, I thought was really one of the bravest things I've done. And the way that she had responded and the tone in the voice was so comforting. And next thing we know, she has a list of 20 something um, pieces that came out for her. And I think in March of 2020, we had said, let's do an art show. Um, that's how I remember it. <laughs> Miss Kenny, Kitty, how did you remember it? See, and I'm like, I honestly don't know how it started because I know a lot of it was just me and you back and forth talking on the R and just sharing our pieces. And I know I had a long list of just trauma in general that I was like, God, I want to create these into large pieces. And you're like, well, I have this, like, we, we would obviously be talking on trauma a lot. So <laughs> you had art pieces already set up and then ideas and it just flowed back and forth. Like you said, so naturally, it wasn't anxiety over what we were speaking on is how we're going to do it so that everybody can understand it and take it in the way we did because that was I feel like that was a lot of 2020 was just a big giant self journey (laughs) and learning a lot yeah I don't really I don't I can't remember like here's the idea but I know there was a lot of plans a lot of goals that we were going through constantly for the etiquette crew in general and then Mm -hmm. trying to get me set up a little more as a brand so it just I feel like it flowed naturally to just do the art show. So was there like at one moment that was like an aha moment? Like, we're really going to do this. We're really going to have an art show. Can you recall that there was a moment like that? 
I think every time we talk on it. <laughs> yes, I was like, it was every single time I would speak with her, it was very comforted. And I think inside of me, I thought it was just going to be a success for me to be able to do this and to give a date to the end that gave me a goal that you're going to attempt to do these 20 something pieces and get this trauma out of you and to have someone to be vulnerable with to go through the process and with each conversation it just gave me more confidence to keep going on them and every time we spoke on it it just felt like it, it and in my mind it, it was happening I could see it I could feel it I can see the people and so I felt like it had to happen it already happened we just have to do those steps to make it a reality. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it was strange, very, very strange. No, that's exactly it. Cause you're right. <laughs> I don't think there was an, an aha moment. So it's once we decided that's what was happening, it was just continuing the steps. And every time we continue it, we're like, oh my gosh, here's the next one. And it's easily, it was not a, it wasn't a fight. It was just the, yeah, things kept getting crossed off. And we were, I think both of us well were like supported to the ones that we did open up to a little bit, but yeah. Mistakes to each other, like that's our, that was the biggest support. That is the etiquette here. It's not, uh, you are step one, Debbie. I feel like you have skyrocketed our progression <laughs> in the trauma art show so, so much. Keeping us focused, keeping us on track, but also keeping us whole and loving and accountable to ourselves mm -hmm. and each other. And just, we were doing that for each other without understanding how on earth it was happening. And you wholeheartedly are like, oh, no, okay, I can explain it to you. <laughs> yeah, there is words. It's a whole new yes. language. It's a whole new language I had to learn. Um, still practicing it. Um, so. Well, we should be practicing it forever as long as we're living. It's not something that uh, we ever finish. And that's why I'd like to know how you came up with the title for the art show called Unfinished. <laughs> um, I believe ha most of my paintings are called unfinished and a number. It was a very private thing for me. And when I brought the title, I was to, yeah, Canna Kitty was like, I like it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so that's the name. I was so nervous. And I was like, a title for the show. You're right. Everything needs a title. And um, we are always unfinished. We always are growing. And so I didn't want to beat myself up if the painting or the statue wasn't to perfection and in Irene's podcast it did teach me if it feels the way that you want it to feel that's enough and it doesn't have to be perfect with art um, and that really had helped me just keep taking bigger steps and truly believe that these pieces will flow out of me pretty the way they're supposed to be. Um, you decided to have the art show how did you address or think about how the impact might be to the community i'm a, i was immediately concerned with them first of all because it isn't a trauma art show i did not want it to be um something that would trigger where we couldn't help and you know that was i feel like first step for me is just paying attention to the fact that these are women just like us and we do go through triggers just going through normal everyday life um but giving them pieces that were so, I mean, I, I got it. They're so painfully relatable. As a lot of the pieces that I had started with were a little more negative towards the boys because that's what I had felt personally. And we wanted to make it feel very inclusive because they've gone through trauma as well. Um, it's just 
trying to make sure that we understood these people down to their core without thinking of money or thinking of, you know, I don't know what was my, the adultness of it either, or if it's appropriate, or if it's going to offend somebody, like, it's just the well-being of people is what I hope, at least, to get out of this, is to help them understand and grow and see, okay, I'm not the only one, and I can move past the trauma. This is, this is a giant step, I feel like, for us, is just letting the world see. Well, and it's something that you and I talked about, and in your podcast is that how people aren't open and haven't been allowed to talk about their trauma. And so being so open that both of you are and bringing this kind of art to the community is so exciting and new and interesting, but it is going to be something that people need to stop and think about. They just don't know what to expect when they see some of this art and how they might be triggered. Yeah. I think that was at the forefront. Um, Ms. Kitty brought up that we needed resources and really give them step-by-step to what has worked for us. And I know I've had a few people just really concerned that they didn't want to look at me as a different person once they've seen this kind of trauma. And I wanted them to see how much the world can judge a person on, I, on how they present themselves to the world and the fight that we deal with and feel every single day and especially when we are alone in our own heads. Um, and I had really not thought about how traumatic it was when I wrote the list. Um, shadow work on that part, it was almost like I was writing a goal for me to go into shadow work. And at this time in my life, I have no shame on anything I'm about to present. Um, some of it is just my story, and I will never speak on that except for to the most trusted. But in what we are presenting, I think there's a lot, many, 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 many people out there who have experienced it and that are still, I say, trapped in those spaces and cannot get out. And if we can, and what's strange too is during this COVID time, we have to do a lot of things virtual. We can reach them from their houses. We don't even have to wait for them. I used to say the dispensary was a safe house because we could come there and get a lot of information, beautiful people, medications. And so for me, the dispensary was a safe house. And then to not be in there and working and during COVID, a lot of people were stuck in our homes. We can still reach them. If anyone feels anything on any of these pieces that have those resources at the time of the show in their hands, to possibly take some first steps. Um, it's the first steps are, yeah, they're hard. And then hopefully we could be there to support them along their journey. So. But I'm just hoping that what we present on the outside, they will come. And then the vibe of understanding what's on the inside and they can get a couple pamphlets because this is not the end. This is the beginning of something bigger than all of us. And this, yeah, whichever way every person takes this in, I just hope that it just ignites something that day in the future um, that we are all worth, yeah, we are all worth something. The trauma work, we have to get that out of us. We have to validate it. Trauma is what's made you the woman you are, mm -hmm. both of you, all of us. If we hadn't gone through the trauma, we wouldn't be the people we are today. 
So I think, right, that's true for everybody. So I think working through it and understanding it is so powerful and which leads you on a new journey that I think is very rewarding. How much of a role do you think the pandemic played in you deciding to have a trauma art show or did that not have anything to do with it at all? Lucky D? The pandemic, I think the art show was already we were talking about it and it was scheduled and it was going to happen. And so in March pandemic hit and we were getting shut down, but I don't think any of us thought it would last any type of amount of time. And so I took it as this is my only possible opportunity to really do some work, some shadow work before I have to go get a job and get back out there. I just started working heavy in to get to know myself, to get to know how to run a business, how to, educate myself to make this very successful and each month that it prolonged what we're basically getting a year of schooling for me um, that I didn't have a time frame to do it any which way um, and some of those days were months I can say months were hard Karen Kitty you have shown me how yeah our friendship has turned into a family she would check in on me. I've never, ever received this kind of, I don't have the words yet. And she would, yeah, come to my door when I'm in the most need. Um, and I think we both have this weird, we don't want to bother people. We don't want to, and um, I think that's what the etiquette crew is. We're a bunch of ladies that really don't want to ask for help. And we can do this because the world has really shown us that's what you do. You do things on your own and to have them check in on me at a time that I really was scared. I was scared, I, I isolated myself again. Um, I was having panic surges anytime I went out the door. Um, it took three years at the dispensary. I would get anxiety every single day, but it would counter with the beautiful people and the knowledge that I was getting on those days. And in that home, it's like you're just with your head. Um, but like the most beautiful things have come out. Um, I spent time with my son, gotten to know him, gotten to know myself, gotten to know the ladies, gotten to know you. And I'm hoping we can show how in a place of like such loneliness and a, that you can start to grow and start to change into your entire true self. Um, and it's accepted and loved and yeah accepted and loved and kitty do you feel that the covid has uh, made it more even more important that you have this trauma art show i think it's definitely made it um more important because it affected our idea on having it we had the idea we had the pushings and we're just like okay well this is now focus time because i mean we really didn't have a lot of time to just sit and who was going to give us that time us uh -uh. <laughs> we, we were forced to sit down and actually think about what we were going to do for the next uh, few months, and it was hard. I mean, I Donna was there the same way she was explaining for us in the very beginning. She had, you know, collected all of us ladies and kept checking in, and I can guarantee you none of us were used to that at all. We weren't used to a, a solid ear that had nothing but love and kindness in her heart. Like, she just wanted us to grow and be okay. And we all grew to love Donna and we fucking, I 
I see and hear everything she's feeling because I, I mean, I know what that's like, basically, not to the extent that she's feeling and not in the same situations, but I don't know. I, I explained to her there was a time we had a, a friend, she had a passing, and I swear I heard her screams. I heard her cries through the universe. Every now and then, I would hear Donna's and I would just text her and Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if that's okay, because I mean, there are boundaries that we were told never to cross. And I sometimes cross in many ways, and it probably wasn't always what she had wanted, but I feel like it's what helped at the moment, at least move forward. And same with me, she would constantly get me moving. She had the classes going, and that did halt um, during COVID, but we're hoping after the art show, it'll really start up because it helped. A lot of the ladies felt like, including myself, that we were a burden and we, um, yeah, we don't reach out for help very often. It was such a change to have her. And of course I gave her my all because this is everything she was learning and teaching was to help all of us, not just herself. And I, I saw that we were all putting the groundwork down and I'm like, well, I have plenty, plenty of nice stones of knowledge I've been carrying around for too long that I can help. And with the art, I mean, I didn't know she painted at first until I went to the, and set my art up. And it's been art ever since, like just talking about making it, creating it, purging it, making sure that everybody can do it because it's totally possible, I guarantee. I mean, you both know I was not at all an artist or a painter before what, like four years ago. <laughs> and now, now I get to call myself an artist. Yeah. You are a beautiful artist, and I think that it's really important to stress here that art comes in many different forms. So it may not be on a canvas, it may be on shattering glass, it may be uh, working with fabrics. There's so many different ways that you can express yourself with art. It's the art show, y'all are going to be showing multiple mediums, not just one kind of medium. Is that correct, Kitty? Yes. Oh yeah, we're gonna have lots of mixed media art. I'm really excited to be sharing that because I tell people that's what I do and they see it a little bit on the canvas because I add attachment and embellishments that I'm like, no, no, my ideas are, they, they're different. And Donna already <laughs> had these art ideas that she's just, that were already different. So I'm like, it works perfectly. It's just a mishmash of art and feeling. Art and feeling. Very much so. So how difficult has it been for you to go about trying to set up the art show and get all the resources that you need? Methody? Um, I feel like it's, it's been really easy. And I really do believe when there's too much of a pull on something and it's just not our time with that certain situation. And so really, besides the venue part, like, and that really didn't last that long. I haven't had that feeling of, oh, it's not going to happen. Um, it hasn't really been that. We do have a limit on the amount of bodies that can be there. And so that actually helps me in budget. And just like really how many people would we have gotten there? And I don't, I don't know. It just really hasn't bothered me in a negative way. And I don't mind challenges. And really this is our first event and so we're just really just learning the steps and calling upon experts and our friends but I think everything's getting set up I actually love work I love doing flyers um, I love learning all this stuff um, so it really is just helping my brain do its exercise um, I was really 
kind of nervous that doing shadow work and doing going back into trauma is really going to lessen my productivity as a human being is supposed to be. And um, I really didn't want to do it. I didn't. I thought, and then the art, it just rang through me like I can do this. Any form of art to me is so important, whether it be music, whether it be dance, all of those things really do, I think, enlighten us. And I think when you combine cannabis with it, it makes it even so much greater. And I know you have both spoken beautifully to you opening up and being able to heal and begin your healing process. Talks about how cannabis is actually what helped make this all become possible, that you were able to add cannabis to your life, learn about it, and it opened your mind and allowed you to go to places that you probably never were allowed to go before. Like, I'm sure people might ask questions and uh, I'll tell them, but I think that would be nice to kind of, I don't know, leave like a little quote or a flyer saying, you know, it was cannabis that helped us, but I don't think it's the focal point. I think it's the, yeah, it is how we talked about the trauma though. So you're right. I'm not sure. (laughs) Uh, I think that's good that I think we need to discuss this because I think it is an important piece. uh, And I feel like cannabis is in all the parts of it. I think we are starting in the cannabis community. I think we smoke with every piece that I've, I have made. I think we don't need to speak on exactly it's cannabis, but it will have a cannabis garden. Um, I think all the vendors and sponsors are all cannabis related. And I think, it's going to be pretty well spoken of um, that it's because of the community and cannabis that we were able to even do this event. And so I think cannabis is why this could happen. There would, there would be no way this, I would not be sitting on an art show if I did not have cannabis in my life. It's just say that. And so we will go into more education, I think more in one-on-ones with you, Debbie, when we do give out coupons to the people, but they will start to know that cannabis is part of all the parts of this show. I hope that there will be people that come to and experience this art show that have never really had any uh, exposure to cannabis and don't have an understanding of it, but they live with trauma and have had trauma. As I put it, if you've lived for a moment, you've had trauma. Also that, that feeling of trauma is the same for everyone. I've had a handful of people being like, I just don't think the, you know, it was that bad for me. And, you know, I really didn't have, you know, a physical black eye and that dark feeling of trauma and loss of complete control is the same for all of us. And we have to respect and honor that that's everybody's story. That's everybody's feeling. So one story is not worse than the other. We've all felt this. We are all equal. No one is any better or any worse. It's just all equal. Besides the art show, what else can people expect when they attend the event? I think that you have some pretty exciting things going on. Can you share that with us, Muffy T? We are having confirmed we would um, music dancers um, a fashion show Um, we should have vendors out there we'll have food vendors also um, just so that there is a huge kind of party uplifting event outside to counter the heavy art exhibit inside Um, and we want to bring back this old school 2000s feeling that time frame where there was a lot of music it should be um, a lot of old vibes mixed in with new vibes and yeah very very uplifting 
So I'm hoping that that will bring in some people be like, okay, I still want to check it out because of the music, the fashion, and we'll have dancers that represent the four elements um, of nature to really just kind of go there and then possibly be like, I'm open to maybe possibly um, learning about what's going on in the inside. Yeah, so it's outside and inside, okay. And I am not offended in any way of anyone who is not ready. Uh, to purge, I would like to just share it with the world. The shame on the stories of my past are not shameful. I have no guilt. I understand. Um, I get the gist of it. And so I would like to then, um, and for me to be able to speak on it is my proudest moment too. I, I'm not gut-wrenchingly wanting to kind of, I mean, it would physically hurt me when I would think of these memories and I would physically sometimes vomit and be down for a very a period of time and I'm not used to that happening with my body and so it wasn't something I didn't want to continue it I mean if I'm sure we've all tried therapy in the past um, this was just very very different it was it was a safe place for me to be vulnerable and share well, that's what's so exciting about this. This is something that's very different and hasn't been introduced that I'm aware of for us to be able to share and explore our inner self and our inner healing and release some of those traumas and allow ourselves to sit with them and then say, okay, they're free. I don't need them anymore and let them go because as we've all talked, uh, there's so much of our life that we have placed upon us when we're young that we have no control over, but when we become an adult, we can actually allow ourselves to free ourselves of some of that. And being able to do that and go through that journey is such a healing process. And I think you both are doing such a marvelous job of showing how you can do that and sharing it with other women so that they can maybe find a way to do that themselves. And Canna Kitty taught me to make my depression my friend. The way that she spoke about her feelings, and I'll say it again, she's the bravest soul I know, to be able to express that person inside, to hear how she spoke about her depression, because it is parts of us. And we, it is our, how would you speak to a friend with depression? And so that's kind of how I looked at it. It's like, if I could be there for someone else in these states, um, why am I not giving that to myself? And that was one of the biggest questions. And I could not do mirror therapy without cussing myself out. Um, so it really took months of just listening to how she went about it, how she very much accepted it. And, and also then doing some research, how you kind of have to go through this depressional state to then get over trauma states. Um, it just, yeah, they all go hand in hand. Um, but without her, I don't think I would have been able to take as big a step as I have in one year. Holy crap. Holy crap. So I think y'all both have given all of the work that you've done a purpose. Beautiful. So, Canna Kitty, I know that uh, Muffy D was talking about how all the events are going to be happening and outside a venue, but you're also going to have an inside venue, as she talked about. Can you explain a little bit about what that is without going into detail on the art so that we don't spoil anything? So that's all the inside will be is all of the art section, all of our art pieces. It'll be like a, like a miniature exhibit, and we're even hoping if, I do think all the pieces will fit, but if they don't fit, um, kind of just uh, make 
make it longer. We will. We have an idea of how to make it a little, a little bigger, keeping it indoors still. I think for, uh, on the inside, you're going to have some art installations that you're creating that are uh, inclusive so that people can experience and have hands-on with them. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So some of the pieces, um, they will be able to go and part participate in it. They will be able to touch. It will be safe. We are going to have um, COVID safe precautions and we're going to make sure that there's not a lot of people and that there's sanitizers at every station. But my biggest thing is even now to this day people get very scared when they accidentally touch my painting and I get excited I'm like yes please you have to they have the texture to it there's a reason that it looks funny <laughs> or like I uh, have comic book pieces on uh these are just paintings that I have right now so the art installations will be larger uh it is a little bit of a smaller space so they can't be as ginormous as we were <laughs> daydreaming but they're going to be big pieces and yeah, some of them are going to be hands-on. I'm excited. Yeah, I think that's really cool that you're going to be able to do that and allow people to be interactive with it instead of just walking through and looking at pieces of art. I know that it's going to be a pretty powerful event when you get it all in one location. So do you have ways for people to step out or step aside and actually allow themselves to just kind of breathe before they go on to the next exhibit? Yeah, we're hoping to have um, that is going to be equally a art installation but um, a safe space for you to we're hoping at least two or three for people to go breathe because it is it's going to be a lot of feeling I might use it <laughs> Donna might use anybody might use it but we want everybody to feel like they can move forward. Like, yes, it, it may be difficult. And it, by all means, if you can't, know your limits and know that it's not at all um, offensive or should uh, you shouldn't feel bad about that because we took our time making it. We took our sweet time <laughs> going through every emotion and feeling and we might have, you know, taken days to even go back to the piece. So there needs to be a space where you do need a short break, you do need a breather, you do need to just be yourself. And they're gonna be beautiful spaces with uplifting energies and vibes. And I'm super excited about these. You either found good support within the cannabis community and helping you or sponsoring this art show? Yes, um, I think all of our business is from the um, business supporters are from the cannabis industry. I know everyone that is in the etiquette crew is from the cannabis industry. Um, you, Miss Debbie, are, you know, how we met, and that's the community. <laughs> and so um, I think, and anyone I've talked to about it has been very, I can't wait for it to come. I would love to see what it's about. And I think until recently, we couldn't really express it in words in a short way exactly <laughs> what we were trying because we were still trying to figure it out ourselves and I think that's why I put the year date because in a year we could really dive into each parts that were needed on the business side and the artist side and the exhibit you know the event side and making sure all those boxes were definitely checked off and um and then still being able to do our own work in it that's real exciting. I'm glad to see that the cannabis community is coming along and being supportive 
on you doing this and bringing it into it, the community. Real quick though. Sure. Yeah, all right. Um, not everybody is supportive in the community, though. So I'm just saying on the side that we are still connected with um, from the community is very well supported. I think a lot of people have misunderstood or don't know what it is and aren't ready or um, aren't educated. And, you know, we haven't really spoke on it very much. So that side, yeah. And then we do have people who are just, just going to try to say, what are you doing? It's not something that you are going to succeed in. So challenges of life, um, but go. yeah, I think it's just telling people that it's like a, a trauma art show. You either get the really excited, like, oh my gosh, because they understand, because they know, because they've at least had some type of, I want to work through this. And I feel like those are the people that have been more supportive. The people that have not, I feel like are still in that. There's still a lot of, I mean, we were all there where you're just too afraid to confront it. You don't want to confront your your own work, your own self, your own darkness, and to think that other people are going to go blast and share it. I get a lot of people who are very turned off to even my own friends who I think should, uh, should be excited for me are like, oh, I don't want that. And it like broke my heart. And I have other people who I don't think are going to be supportive at all who are like, wow, you know, I had no idea. Let me, let me think like they want to think on that so they can come or they set aside a date. And I, Again, I tell them a lot, okay, it's going to be fun, it's going to, there's going to be beautiful stuff, but also, like, this is big, and it might trigger you, too. You may think that you might, won't be triggered, but we have, we're hoping to have lots of resources for that, too, for the people who think that they can handle it all and that it's not going to affect them, and for the people who wholeheartedly are just blindsided by, the, by that feeling, by that emotion. You think that once people actually... Uh, see your art if they change their mind a little bit about what the meaning of trauma art is yes and no again I've had I mean I've been um, bending as an artist for a couple years now and it's just my appearance it's just the way we look and Donna's felt it too there's we feel a certain way about ourselves every single person will always have their own insecurities whether we embrace and love ourselves or not is on us but how other people have perceived and just been so mean there's been some very catty ones some very nasty boys who don't have the respect and it's honestly in the community I've had lots of people be very rude to me and that as much as I hope that's what people are going to gain from it instantly if they're not ready in their hearts to receive that and if that's not what they're looking for they might come to look at what we're doing and have nothing to do with wanting to enjoy the experience and wanting to take in from themselves and I'm I'm prepared for the people that are there for their hearts and souls you know we're we're there for them and for the other people you can come look too but like i said i want them to be prepared for the triggering too because you may be here for some weird reason some some random intention and leave with a, a trigger or leave with that sinking feeling so i don't i don't want people to think just because they see the art that they're going to boom understand it but, but people who uh, yeah, like Don said, if you're ready for it, the people who are ready will, will feel, they will come. Do you have art that you're still trying to do? Definitely. There's um, still lots of steps to take before it's completely done. And I think that's the biggest reason why I'm finished. Just like, of course, of course, that's what it should be called. Because, I mean, all of the pieces started unfinished and our feelings were so unfinished because we had no words to describe it. So 
Um, there's our pieces I'm working on. I'm still very much started on those. We need, we're in such a huge direction. Like I don't, I don't see them as obstacles. I just see them as things to check off the list. <laughs> That's beautiful to hear it that way. That's nice. <laughs> so how can people learn more uh, to get involved or can, to contribute or be a sponsor to the unfinished art show? Um, we should have all that information on our website. I will have the sponsorship packages and some flyers up on um, should be cannakittyllc.com and her Instagram. We have industrylives.com and then theeffectivecannabis.com. And then on Instagram, cannakittyllc and then the etiquette crew. So on those platforms, we should be heavily promoting within the next week or two. Um, and then all the information will be on there. We do I have been putting it also. I have a Facebook site. I think it's Kitty Paint Shop right now, but I will be changing it to Kitty LLC. And anything that I've been posting to the Instagram, I've been linking to that. So it'll be blasted there. It'll be on Instagram. I've also been, I mean, playing with TikTok. Um, so mm -hmm. Donna 100% makes really amazing flyers and we've got content going, but mine's a little more of the social media, like <laughs> the TikTok videos, the uh, Snapchat videos, the clouds, the Facebook. So yeah, that's there so far. I do, yeah, I think right now just industrylives.com mm -hmm. should be where we get most yeah. of the information. You'll also be able to get information. I'll put links to everybody's pages and Instagram accounts. Okay. Click below and you'll be able to find that. Going to be doing any advertising for say about this or is that something that's really not allowed because you're talking about trauma and cannabis? Um, I've never attempted the advertising. I know a couple of my, um, you included, have spoken to me about how difficult it is to advertise when it's a cannabis company or related. Um, so I think I'm open to the idea. I don't have an answer. Yeah, it hasn't been added to the list. I just really wanted to highlight the companies of my friends that have really helped support in the last three years and really practice through them how to highlight a company, um, highlight a brand um, successfully when you do an event and kind of go from there. But eventually, yes, I want advertisement. I want all of those things to be part of all the events we do moving forward. So if anybody's listening to this and they know how to do advertising and get it out there with the word cannabis yeah. or trauma art involved, please contact Muffy D and let her know so that you and her can connect up and hopefully make some advertising happen. And you're right. I didn't think about that because um, I promote things sometimes on the Facebook and Instagram. It lets you just promote it for a few bucks and it does really, really help. But I've noticed if you have cannabis in front of it, they don't, they don't like it. And like I said, there are ways to go around it, but I wouldn't like, want them to come and tear it all down because of one post that just you know yes if you know how to do this please tell us how can people get in touch with you to get tickets and how much are they um, tickets we are going through the site called eventhigh.io it is a cannabis friendly um, site that you can do I just found this out through Miss Amanda Munchie it's the bud card tickets will be $25 for the art exhibit side 
$25 for the music um, fashion show and dancer side, or you can get both um, it, both sections for $40. Um, we are going to do an early bird special in the next couple weeks, and you can get the price two for one. Um, and that way we can kind of just launch a nice little early bird deal for anyone who's very excited and know that they will be there. Um, and then tickets will then go up to $25 each or the two shows for $40. What do you hope that people will walk away with from this event? Can I kitty? Um, I honestly hope that they, uh, I don't know, walk away with the thought and in, in, in their mind that they're not alone, that all of the trauma that we've gone through, like it's, like I said, we, it may seem like we've come out on the other end of it, but it, we're just like everybody else. We're still going through it. It's the journey. So I think what I hope to gain is at least a little bit progression and insight and knowledge to these people about their journey. Like, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is that it just helps them, guide them a little bit more, make them feel a little less alone, a little bit better, a little opens their eyes maybe. And you, Muffy D, do you have any other things you want to add to that and what you hope people take away from that? I think she said that beautifully, but. I think, yes, beautiful. I really do think, yeah, how she said, just you're not alone. Um, and I think that's the biggest message through it all. How are you going to build upon this show to help others? Um, the trauma art classes will come right after the art show. Um, so Ms. Cannon Kitty will be leading, um, our first one will be called Down the Rabbit Hole. And she will be at the front of, I guess, the class, really just kind of guiding people through what that painting could represent to you. I will be more into the crowd area, um, answering any heavy hearts or questions. Um, and then kind of guiding them if it is a heavy one-on-one -on -one needed, if they would go to Miss W, Effective Cannabis, or would they come to a one-on-one -on -one trauma art class. And so we're hoping that the show will show um, the multimedia that we had used um, different ways that we can then put, um, launch these trauma art classes moving forward in the future. That would be great. Led by Miss Candy Kitty. <laughs> great, I can't wait for that to happen. Um, would you be willing to take the unfinished on the road to other cities and states? Canna Kitty? Mm -hmm. I think that's uh, my biggest hope. I know a lot of this is a journey for everybody. Miss um, Muffy D definitely did a lot of the hard work and she's done a lot of the purging and there's still, you know, art pieces that she's going to purge, but I'm hoping to pull some of these. There will be also auction style, auction style for a lot of the pieces, but I'm hoping that a lot of these do grow and do end up in museum exhibits or at least other art pieces so that we do help open everybody's eyes and just continue the journey. I know, um, and I'm still gonna be doing art, but I think that's where it'll branch into more is sharing with the cities, sharing with different states, hoping it definitely gets around and that other men and women, human souls, everybody like, um, get to experience it and take away from it as well. And then, Ms. and Candy Kitty, a lot of yours were kind of going to be the start of your traveling pieces. And so really adding in the community, adding to the pieces as they grow into bigger. Um, we are starting them smaller, as you were stating, um, because of the space. But I do think 
yeah, how you explained it, the traveling piece. And I do think it'll get picked up. I do think people will be very open to it there. Um, and I do think you're going to go across state lines all the way across country. So. Is anybody going to be coming in and doing any filming so that you'll have little clips that you can send to other cities and towns and states so that they can say, oh, yeah, we would like to be a part of this or we would like to have this come to our community? We have two photographers and videographers that will be there. Um, we're hoping to have one individual um, just live um, kind of going and talking to all the vendors and getting some feedback live. Um, and kind of, yeah, maybe getting that content, putting it together to then represent what we can create um, to show other states and other companies that we're not personally involved with. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that you're going to have, uh, hopefully be able to take this on the road. And the cool thing is, is you're going to auction off some of your uh, art pieces that you are going to be showing, but you'll be adding new art pieces so that the art show can continue on. I think that's really exciting. As we grow, it's unfinished, always. <laughs> I'm so thankful you guys came today to share with us and talk about the art show. I'm excited about it. We're gonna continue to have these conversations. Thank you both for coming by. I hope you have a beautiful day and let's all be uplifted. Yes, uplifted. Thank you, Ms. Debbie. I will close with one final comment. Life has changed in hundreds of different ways, and it is yours to guide. Do it in a way that works for you. Do not get trapped trying to heal in just one certain way or like someone else. It is progress, not perfection. Finding your guiding light with support and guidance that works for you. You are important and you matter. I hope you all have a beautiful day. Echo Podcast is provided by Effective Cannabis, where they study, learn, and teach self-healing. The information we provide is for medical awareness, not medical advice. We thank you for dropping in and listening.